Hey everyone, Cream Ray here, and today I have Skylar Thomas on with us. Skylar, how's it going? It's going well. Appreciate you having me here. Looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us again. Um, so Skylar, can you just quickly introduce yourself to the viewers? For sure. Skylar Thomas. I am 28 years old. I am from the GTA, uh, born in Scarborough, grew up in Pickering, uh, currently in Oshawa right now. Um, I, I play soccer professionally. I've been playing from a very young age, five years old, uh, and have been fortunate enough to continue to play uh, today. Um, and I also run a business on the side of, of playing uh, UVU training, just helping inspiring and, and engaging kids through sports. Um, so like I said, you know, just excited to hit, uh, talk sport, talk soccer, and uh, share some experiences. Yeah. So, Sky, you know, we, we speak the same language, soccer, football, what it's called, the beautiful game. Mm. Um, I'm also very interested to ask you a couple of questions about UV training later on as well. Um, mm -hmm. But let's first dive into you, right? Like, how did you, you know, first get introduced to the beautiful game? Mm. Yeah. Uh, great question. I, I kind of get this question asked often, and it's honestly continues to develop. Like I kind of just continue to reflect more and more. Um, but from what I remember, uh, it was time for me to start playing sports, very athletic family, both my parents, uh, I had an older sister at the time who was an athlete as well. Um, so they understood the value of athletics and what sports can provide for a young child. Uh, I picked soccer. Why I picked soccer, I'm not sure, but I knew I had to pick a sport. Mm -hmm. I picked soccer. Uh, nobody else in my family had played at that point in time. Um, and I just immediately loved it. Like my first experience on the field, playing a game, winning, probably scoring a goal, uh, and just feeling so much joy and excitement for my first time playing. I'm sure as a young kid and very impressionable, I just immediately fell in love with the game. And I quite honestly can't remember uh like feeling like i didn't love soccer from that point on um unique experience uh very grateful to have played at that age and um yeah got it so you know you started playing soccer at what age five years old five mm -hmm. so you probably went through the house league the rep um and then graduated high school and then after high school uh, let's tap into there at that point after graduating from high school did you go to school or did you go straight to pro? Got you. I got a scholarship down in Syracuse University uh, in New York. So, uh, I, I started playing Division One soccer um, right after high school. Nice. So mm -hmm. how did you know you want to go to school, right? Because this is a question that a lot of students have in high school. You know, they're about to graduate high school. Some, you know, obviously because, you know, the assistance from parents a little more, some have more guidance, some don't. Mm -hmm. So for the ones that may not have that guidance or that certainty of going, you know, to college or university or making the decision of going straight to pro, how did you um, get to that point in your mind where you knew that I want to go to Syracuse? Mm. Yeah, I think it was my support system, kind of like you just touched on the guidance that I had, the support system that I had. Uh, I would say it started off with my family. Again, both my parents, athletic, driven. Um, they wanted to see us do well, of course. Uh, so from an early age, it was set in our minds that school is a very good path for you to advance your life. Um, and I truly believe that myself as well. 
so so they would instill those values in myself and of course my older sister like i mentioned she went to school straight out of high school uh to play sports as well so it was in the family there and then the team that i played for was very focused on going to the states to go to different um showcase tournaments where you showcase your talents to different college coaches um, so I was just in the environment uh, that the support system was just so strong for me to put to put me in the right positions to, uh, I guess, make it as easy as possible to to get uh, to school down in the States. Got it. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Right. Um, so, Skyler, for those that don't have that, you know, let's just say support, what, what, what would you share with them to figure out how to get where they want to go or to make that decision? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think the first thing I would say is seek support. Um, if you feel like you don't have the people on in your corner, or you don't know the people that can help you get to that next level, uh, seek support. Like, um, let's say you are a high school player, uh, grade 10, let's say you're grade nine, grade 10, and you don't know how to get to university, I would communicate with the local rep teams, uh, figure out if you can get a tryout, surround yourself with different soccer players and tap into their networks. Um, definitely seek support, uh, seek somebody who is willing to educate you and guide you through the process. Um, that is, that is uh, one of the things that I think is definitely going to help anybody regardless of what position they are. Now, who's available to you is always a difficult question, right? Um, who can you get access to that can help you get to a better spot? Um, I mean, my line is always open and, and I'm uh -oh. here, here kids who are looking to take their game to the next level. Uh, but, but seeking support is, is definitely um, the main key, I would say. Okay, got it. And, you know, with doing these interviews, everyone has their own path to pro. You went from high school to Syracuse. Syracuse seems like a popular, it's a university, right? I don't wanna. Correct, yes. Syracuse is a university. You know, I just, you know, recently did an interview with Chris Nanko, he's playing for Forge FC. Um, <laughs> he came from there. Uh, I'm name dropping here, Tejan Bucant. I'm not, I don't wanna butcher his last name, but Tejan Bucanti, another Canadian uh, national football player, mm -hmm. crazy things. So you yourself, um, Skylar Thomas came from Syracuse. It seems like they're producing a lot of pros. I think there's another uh, player. I just don't know his name. Sorry, that went to the Whitecaps. But you yourself, Kamal, Kamal Miller. Is, I'm not too sure. It, what, what's uh, is he Philippines or? Oh, okay. Um, Ryan Raposo. There we go. There we go. So, and and sorry, Kamal Miller plays for um, Montreal. Right. So. I'm not too sure of all the schools and the number wise, I should look into it. Um, but they're producing a good amount of pros. You yourself, you came out of Syracuse. Let's tap in just, you know, briefly a little bit about your experience. Um, you know, did you enjoy it? What'd you like about it? And then, and then we'll dive into the pro side towards the end. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, it was a great time. Loved Syracuse, uh, especially for Canadians from the GTA is close to home, right? It's only four hours away from home. So you can go home when you want. Your parents can come visit you when you want, but you're still far enough where, you know, you're living in a different country and you have your, your own space. So that's nice. Um, and I would say I have a lot of good things to say about the coaching staff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a great job at producing players. They did a great job at um, making players comfortable in, in different systems. Uh, I think that the coach also uh, is just a very good teacher. Uh, I think he teaches players how to mature uh, and be professional on and off the pitch. Um, a lot of good things, you know, it's close to home, uh, great coaching staff, great support system there as well. And uh, it was a great experience at Syracuse. So what do you think Syracuse is doing differently that's producing these pros, right? Um, there has to be something different here, right? Mm, that's a great question. Uh, I guess I've only had that experience. I've only had that college experience. Uh, but I think it comes back to the coaching staff. Um, so your question was, what is he doing differently that is uh, creating professionals? That's a question, right? Exactly. Um, I think he, he, he knows who is able to take that next step. Uh, he invests, uh, he invests in those players. Um, for example, from my second year on, we both understood that the path to pro was what I wanted. So we fast-tracked my schooling and got it done in three and a half so that when it came time to draft, I would draft and graduate. He's investing in the players. He's making sure that he is giving everything to the players to see them succeed and get to that professional level. I think that the support system and the coaching at Syracuse uh, has really built what they do uh, just based off that one example um, to get that player to that next level. Right. It's always those little details, right? You know, that organization, you know, again, having that mentor, as you mentioned, um, and again, organizing that where you were to fast track three years, make sure you graduate and draft. Um, so now we're moving to the pro side of things here. Your coach knew you had the ability to go pro. You guys set up for that. And then how was it executed? Did you go to the MLS draft? Because your first draft, your first signing was with TFC, right? Correct, correct. Uh, TFC 2, so the second team, the USL team. Got it. So was it a MLS draft? You know, how did, how did things come to where you got to the signing? How did that all play out? Was it an MLS draft or was it a, a unique situation? How did it come about for you? Right, right. Um, so after my senior year, or at least during my senior year, was having a good season. Um, kind of just started getting connected to uh, people who have an influence in the the professional game, uh, agents. Um, And then by the end of the season, um, I guess I was was being recognized, hopped into the MLS draft, went to the combine before that. Um, And then (laughs) it all happened so quickly, to be honest, like as soon as the season was done, it was like uh, you get an invitation to the combine. Then you get an invitation to the to the draft. Uh, I was at the draft on draft day. Got drafted to TFC, um, and then signed with their USL team. Um, but that was my path there. And and there was a point in time there would happen really quickly right after the season was finished uh, until preseason with TFC. That's amazing. You got to have that that draft experience. So how how many days is it? Is it like a week thing, and that's it? And then boom, things everything takes place. Or how long was it? So the season was over. I remember enjoying my time for probably about 48 hours. And then I started training again 
probably trained for about two weeks. And then there was an MLS combined. Combine was about five days, maybe three games and a few physical tests. Um, and then a lot of people went straight from the combine to Philadelphia for the draft. I flew home and then I drove from Toronto to Philadelphia, uh, probably within 48 hours. Um, so from end of the season, well, let's go from, so from uh, the start of the combine until draft day, it was probably about 10 days. 10 days, okay. Mm -hmm. is, it, is it shorter now? Because this was, what year did this take place for you? That was 15. So 2015, I, I'm pretty sure through time things went, must have changed, right? It might be shorter now, right? Might be a yeah. Week it's or... it's changed a little bit. I'm not exactly sure how it's changed. Uh, there might not even be an MLS combine anymore. I'm not exactly sure. I would have to fact check that. Uh, but I know things are definitely changing. Yeah, I think it's um Adidas Next Gen. I'm not too sure if that's still going on. And then they have uh what is it Next Pro that they just recently came out with. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay. So boom. Went to the combine, just graduated, mm -hmm. signing your first contract. Like, <laughs> what's going through your mind? What's what's going on with the family? Like this, this is something huge. Okay, I'm gonna drop this bomb right now. I it's something I kind of always say now. Mm -hmm. There's 250 million players in the world that play at different levels all over. Like world. Mm -hmm. But there's only 130,000, according to FIFA's 2019 report, that there's only, at that time, it might be more now, I'm not too sure, only 130,000. That's not even 1%. So you're a part of that, right? So, you know, going back in time and now reflecting on it a bit now, you're 28 now, but going back to that first signing, how old were you and how did that whole experience feel? Good. Yeah, I appreciate the acknowledgement. First off, it's not often where you really understand the numbers like you just broke them down. So thank you for that. Um, I was very ecstatic. Uh, it was a dream come true. Um, my family drove from Toronto to Philadelphia to the draft. I had about 10 people at the draft with me. Mm -hmm. A few people that couldn't get in, but we had to let them in. Um, it was just a great time. It was so happy. It was it was, uh, you know, you worked so hard throughout your career to achieve something like this, to get your first pro contract um, is an achievement that I will always keep close to my heart. Um, but I'm just very grateful. You know, it's uh, when you look at the numbers, um, I just feel like I couldn't have done it with the help of my support system again, all the way from youth uh, up until Syracuse. And um, just been grateful uh, to be of those uh, 130 something. 130,000 in 2019. Uh, <laughs> yeah you got you so yeah that's that's awesome um mm -hmm. so now you know you just signed feels great everybody's excited what things changed what changed wow uh it got more real for sure it got very real very quickly um i'm playing in college with guys who are 17 18 uh, obviously, of our lower quality, you step into a locker room with guys like Michael Bradley, Giovinco, and uh, you're trying to defend Josie Altidore. It's a different level. <laughs> it is a different level. Um, the level of play changed, for sure. Um, takes some time to adapt to. 
uh, grateful to get those repetitions so early with uh, with a squad like TFC. Um, and just uh, like everyone's older, um, you kind of lose that college vibe where everyone's on the same page, same age, going to class together, training together. Um, you got more time to yourself as soon as you hit to that professional game. Um, and it's just a grown, grown up uh, game at that point. It's, it's, it's a different level. Everything is a step up. Everything is more professional, but it's, it's what you dream of um, even in that college system. Absolutely. Scott, I know we're over time. Did you have like an extra 10 minutes? We can keep going. I'm good. Okay, awesome. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, you know, as you just mentioned, things change. Um, now you're in the locker room with guys that have, you know, years, badges on the field. Some have families, you know, different conversations. So what things, you know, not a lot of people get to experience this. So what things did you take in in that time? that changed your mindset, that changed your game, right? Mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. everyone, not everyone gets that opportunity. People get to be in the stand, watch it on TV. You're in the field with these guys. You're talking to the coaches. You're in the environment. You're producing that, that mm -hmm. entertainment for the fans. So right. what did you take in, you know, from, from the guys around you? Wow, yeah. I took in, like, what it really takes to be at that level, you know, mm -hmm. um, kind of going back to the difference between the level like college, um, you're not taking care of your body as much as you need to, to be a professional. Um, you don't spend as much time uh, before training and after training uh, in college as you do to become a professional. I really learned what it took to be great at your craft. Um, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of passion. It takes a lot of love for the game. Um, but if you're not down to put in that work and if you're not down to uh, continue to invest in your crafts, um, you're not going to progress. So definitely learned what it took to be a top level professional in those environments. Got it. So like right now you're 28. So what do you consider that as like, uh, is like a veteran, right? Or like, sorry, I, I don't want to be using the wrong terms here, but what do you consider as now? You're 28. You know, the team that you're playing on nine, uh, playing on now, Memphis 901 FC, mm -hmm. right? Correct, correct. So now, you know, you got these, young, you're 28 now, uh, you have all that experience, but wait, sorry, I want to make sure I'm using the right term. Is it veteran, veteran or? Yeah, veteran, you got it right. Veteran, okay, good. Yeah. Um, you're a veteran now and you got these young guys coming in now and it's your turn to, you know, share like, you know, your experiences and things that they need to work on. So how's that transition been now? Like since you're older now and you've had all that experience and now you're back to the younger guys that are coming in around you. It feels good. Um, it feels, it feels, it feels good. Uh, at the same time, you have a responsibility now, right? Uh, you are an older player. You are more experienced. Um, you have a responsibility to be a leader in the team. You have a responsibility to um, just do the right things. Um, people look up to you and that is what I enjoy. I like uh, being able to just provide support wherever I can um, because at the same time, I do feel like a young player. I do feel like I can associate with those guys who are just in the league and have a lot of energy and are enjoying the game. Um, 
so so those it comes with a responsibility uh but at the same time I, I enjoy that responsibility and it's it's cool to feel and see the change uh throughout your career awesome that's amazing mm -hmm. i didn't get to ask you this but i'm gonna ask you now what position do you play and can you share three tips with the viewers for that position got you i am a center back um usually on the right side usually in a back four uh but i also like to play in a back five center back um three tips for players playing that position um i think the first tip i would say is to command your line um as a center back you should be the one communicating the most because you can see the whole field uh, now it's very important for you to keep your line flat with your other center backs with your right back your full backs you want to keep your line flat so always check your lines and make sure that you guys are moving up and dropping as a unit and staying in a line um i would say that that's one uh the space in front of you is usually less dangerous than the space behind you uh so don't get fooled into stepping too high or marking a man that's far in front of you and then they'll just chip the ball in behind you make sure that you understand that the space behind you is more dangerous than the space uh, in front of you um and i think my last tip would be players score space does not score so if you're defending in the box uh mark the man mark the man mark the man mark the man if he hits the space nothing is going to happen make sure that that guy can either not touch the ball first and you block it right away or you're blocking his shot while he's shooting it um player score space don't space does not score got it great tips yeah I, this is my first it's not my first time speaking to a center back, but first time here. You share. <laughs> Appreciate it. It's, um, um, you so can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were just breaking up there for a second. I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, those are great tips. It's the first time I'm hearing those, um, the things that you shared. That's, this is the first time I'm, I'm hearing these things, and I've never played center back personally. I've played on uh, right back or right wing, but I mean, now we're tapping into a mindset of a center back. So this is mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So going back a little bit, just a tiny little bit, you made the transition from, you went the school route, then you uh, you played pro with TFC2. What's the difference? Right, you got school, you got you know uh, TFC2, which is USL1. Was it just USL at the time? Yeah, it was just USL at the time. So what are the differences? Well, you already mentioned a bit of the differences outside of the field but what about on the field right um got you got you so i, I guess i want to be clear um i got drafted and then i was in preseason with the first team and that got me about two to three weeks of experience with those very high level players um and then i went down to the usl team uh which is of course second division america um and then i was playing with them for the rest of the year uh, for two years. Um, <clears throat> so the difference between college and the USL, uh, of course, USL, you're getting paid, uh, college, you're, you're getting your education. Um, and I think the level in USL was definitely a step above. Uh, of course, it is a professional league. 
and a lot of good D1 players struggle at the USL level or are unable to find contracts at the USL level. So it's definitely a step above. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that those are the two two big differences. Got it. Mm-hmm. What about, you know, fans? I like talking about this one. You have mm-hmm. fans now, thousands of fans in the stadium. How do you, how did you deal with that? Right? Did you let fans get in your head in the beginning, and then it took you some time to adjust that, or you were you straight from the start? I've been nervous in the past for sure. Um, I remember my second year with TFC. I was with the USL team, and then I got called up for like a international friendly game, Sunderland, in BMO Field, bunch of people. I can vividly remember being a little bit more nervous. Not only because it was Sunderland and not only because I was playing with the first team, but because the stadium is so big and there's so many more fans than usual. Um, so it took me a while. It took me a while to adjust to the larger crowds, the louder noises. Um, but it's it's really what you live for as a professional soccer player. Uh, you want to be playing in front of the biggest crowds as possible. If I ever had the opportunity to play in front of 60,000, um, I'm sure that that would be the most exciting moment in my career. Nice. So mm-hmm. lifestyle wise, you know, you're always traveling as a footballer, going to all, the, all these different places. But before we go to that, um, can you just give us a roadmap here? You went to the first team at TFC, played there for two weeks. You went um, that, uh, you went to TFC 2. You played with TFC 2. After TFC 2, can you just name all the pro teams that you played for after that? Yeah, so it was TFC 2. Then we got Charleston, um, Valor FC in Winnipeg. Sorry, sorry, Scott. Um, can you name the team and the league? Because I'm got you. yeah, got you, got you. My fault. Uh, so TFC two, which was in USL, and then Charleston Battery in Charleston, uh, which was in the USL as well. Uh, then we went to Valor FC, um, which is the CPL, and then I went to Pittsburgh Riverhounds back in the USL, and then to. Memphis 901 FC in the USL as well. Right. So you, you named more than three teams. You've been transferred, transferred more than three times. What do you like about the transfers and what do you dislike? You know, um, for me, just listening right now, what came to my mind quickly, I just wanted to share was that, you know, you're switching through these different teams means a new environment, a new space, a new coach, a new team. Um, can you just, you know, like put everything in there, you know, just bits and pieces so we could see what's going on. Gotcha. Learn from um, okay, I love going to see a new city and learn a new culture uh, and live in a new apartment and uh, meet new people. Um, that's a lot of fun, right? Um, I feel blessed to be able to live in so many different cities in America. Um, it allows me to relate to different people in different circumstances. Um, I think that that's a, that's a positive. I feel like I've built skills based off that situation. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I get comfortable in an area for a year and then you gotta, you gotta pick up and move somewhere else. Uh, you get used to a system or you get used to a coach or you build some roots in the city uh, and then you have to pick up and leave and, and do the same thing over again in a different city. Um, but all in all, I, I think that I'm very blessed to have been able to be, uh, 
see see all everything um i know it's a new challenge every time i get to a new city i got to kind of adapt a bit to a new system whether it's a new coach or a new team new teammates uh i got to kind of elevate my game and 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 provide what a different coach wants um which which makes me like tap into different parts of my game and, and improve yearly mm -hmm. i want to get into i usually keep it clean i stay on the good side of things i want to <laughs> get into you know just tapping a little bit tiny little bit surface level of like things that you know you didn't like possibly or maybe not dislike let's just say you know things that you would want to maybe be better mm -hmm. In those transitions yeah <laughs> mm, okay and you want okay yeah yeah like the clean version of it you know like just like what you would want better the kind of clean version i don't like to step on any toes i got you <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> i think it's just part of the business like the business of soccer is challenging um you got to be a very resilient player to continue to progress through the game because you come across so many different challenges um i want to say it's more difficult for canadians uh because of course we're looking to play in the mls uh and we count as an international spot mm -hmm. um so there's more challenges on the canadians um i've felt ways about the way that I've been treated in the soccer business before. Uh, for example, being told that you're going to get re-signed and then them actually not wanting to re-sign you. Um, and I felt personal ways about that, but it's definitely just the business. It's it's how things are. Um, it's challenging. Uh, it's going to be tough on you, um, but you're just going to grow and become better for it. Got it. I don't know if that was any bit more information than you look like i don't know yeah no 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 that, that was good it's, it's leading me into the next thing that i wanted to tap into you with you because you know I, through these transitions unless you did it by yourself um this is why i'm asking in the beginning did you have an agent and then through those transactions did you also have an agent yes yes i've always had an agent um uh, i've had a few different agents but i've always had an agent um so again, you got that support system there that uh, I have people in my corner that are helping me get that next contract and uh, doing a lot of the difficult work for me. Uh, so I've always had an agent throughout these these uh, transitions. Got it. So you, you mentioned that multiple agents. It's very rare that I've heard personally from the players I've spoke to so far that it's been one agent they've stuck stuck to their whole career right. so um you're obviously with an agent now right mm -hmm. so how like what are the re reasons you'd want to change okay the agent that you're with now how long have you been with that agent is it okay if we mention these things yes it oh. has been two years with this agent okay so what are you know, because not a lot of players have agents, one, so obviously you have to have to be at a certain level to have an agent or a certain amount of knowledge and support, so on and so forth. How did you come about um, getting your agent in the beginning is the question, because, you know, players sometimes may not know how to source these things or mm. be, um, 
they they have the abilities on the field and they they're a great player, but they don't have your experience and knowledge and their their opportunities are coming up, right? And uh, again, they don't have that experience that you have where you were able to navigate to where you are now. So what would you share with them? I know. Um, yeah, sorry. I know. I know the question wasn't specific, but I, I think. I get you. I yeah. got you. Um, so yeah, the initial aid, the, the first agent that I got um, or that I started working with, it was pretty much this personal network, right? Uh, with the relationships that Syracuse had and with the relationships that some of the players at Syracuse had. Um, it just fell in line for me to talk to agent A over here. Uh, the personal network, it was, it was uh, a very clean introduction. Um, so, so I started working with him and I think throughout the way, um, like along the path, there were times where I felt as though, um, I guess just moving on from that agent and, and working with an agent who was able to help me get a contract in that situation. Uh, so you kind of, I'm kind of I'm kind of working it through and 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 making sure that it's good information mm. uh, for the mass majority. Um, and I guess the way that I would put it is, you got to look out for your career. Um, for me, I was playing at the age of five. Um, I'm playing professionally right now, and it's what I love to do. Uh, I need to look out for my career, and I need to find another contract. So uh, if you are able to find me a contract right now that I am happy with, uh, then I am going to work with you. I'm going to work with that agent that is able to find me that contract. Um, and it's no hard feelings towards any of the agents. Uh, I think that we both did good jobs communicating through those situations when they were happening. Um, but it's just what you have to do if you want to continue to progress your career sometimes. Ideally, it would have been great if I had one agent throughout my career who helped me get through each level. Um, but it just so happens that wasn't the right that that wasn't the way it went. Um, but there were things that I had to do to look out for myself um, throughout the way. Skyler, what's one thing that you would share with yourself going back in time about the agent side of things? Again, that's part of the business. What's one thing that you would share with yourself? And, and again, why see yourself is because it's 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 for the viewers. Um, but I feel like this taps you in a different mindset when you think of yourself going back in time to share that piece. That's mm -hmm. why I asked him that way. Yeah. So, so what is one thing that I would share with myself while I was going through those agent changes? Um, no, like overall, your all your agent experiences, what's like one main thing that comes to mind when I ask you that question is, what would you share with yourself? Mm. Before tapping into that space, yeah. I got you. Um, right. I would say find an agent that you trust, find an agent that you trust, um, who is honest, who is doing honest work for you and, uh, an agent that you believe is doing as best as he can to help your career progress. 
Um, I would say that that's, that's the main uh, piece of information that I would give myself. Yeah, that was good. So the last two questions, soccer-wise, how important is it for you to keep a healthy body in mind? I know it's the same thing, but I just ask it in two separate ways. It's kind of like how it's told to everyone in the mask. So, yeah. I think it's very important. Um, I think it's the major key for a professional athlete. And um, I'm not sure if everyone sees it as the same thing, you know? Mm. Uh, keeping your mind healthy, I feel is an underrated skill, uh, but it's also very difficult to tap into as well. Um, but I think if you want to be a high level soccer player, 100%, you got to be strong, you got to be fit, uh, you got to be healthy physically, but also you got to have your mind right, you got to be confident, you got to feel like you can grow, you got to feel like you uh, are ready to take that next level. Um, so I think with with you you need both of those 100 <laughs> percent. got it yeah especially with like all the traveling all the different interactions with different people like as you mentioned it's a skill and yeah a, str a strong mind is definitely needed tapping mm -hmm. into those different spaces last question it's a two-in-one what's the hardest thing you've been through and what's the most memorable soccer moment like the best moment those two-in-one i added <laughs> hardest thing i've been through was probably uh my injury during my sophomore year I broke my ankle i was out for about 10 months um that was challenging um the best thing definitely draft day especially uh having it be two three years after that injury um coming back and achieving that uh, was a very proud moment for me and my family it's amazing so mm -hmm. Those, those were all the soccer questions I had. Was there like anything else that you, you know, I may have not asked you or tap into that you wanted to share? No, that was good. That was good. I like those questions. Appreciate you uh, forcing me to reflect. For sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's amazing to do it, to share the experiences, to connect. So it's awesome. Yes, for sure. We got the soccer side of things. Now let's transition um, into the business side of things. You have your company. UVU training. How did you, you know, what inspired you to get into that? Why are you doing it? Right. Yeah. So when I was at Charleston, um, I just had extra time. I had a, a passion for, for giving back to uh, the soccer player who I once was um, at five years old. I love training kids um, and sharing my knowledge and experiences with them. So I started a soccer training business. And while I was coaching the kids, I realized that they had a really difficult time training at home. Um, so they would just always ask me, how do I get better at home? Uh, and I guess through those thoughts, I created Kick Deck. Um, I was giving them these homework sheets and uh, it wasn't working out too well. And I was playing cards with my teammates one day and I just had the idea to put 52 different at-home exercises on a deck of cards. Um, and create a kick deck, which is your personal at-home soccer trainer in a deck of cards. And I've just built off that idea to create kick deck ABCs, hoop deck, which is your uh, personal basketball trainer in a deck of cards, and created uh, UVU training to host uh, these at-home training products. For sure. I mean, we're a soccer niche over here at One Soccer Niche. And so where can the viewers tap in for, for the soccer side of things at uh, uh, UVUtraining.com? 
for sure. You could check us out at www.uvu.training. Um, would love to support the soccer community. Love training. Hop online with me and kick deck to get an online session as well. Um, yeah. Definitely, guys, go check that out. I have everything linked in the description down below. Um, uh, before we go, last five questions, it's speed questions. Something mm -hmm. small, something short, something quick. You got to answer them quick, Skylar. Super quick. Let's do so, it. Uh, your favorite team? Arsenal. Favorite player? Thierry Henry. Favorite cleats? Ooh, CTRs. CTRs, okay, got it. Favorite food? Jamaican food. What, what, what type of oxtail or jerk chicken? Oh, okay, it's so tough, <laughs> though. You know, I get kind of good, like, even the patties, like you said, jerk chicken, oxtail. About to name them all right now. <laughs> patties, patties will always work. Patties are always good. For sure, on the go, everywhere. <laughs> Last one, uh, favorite artist? Uh, Party Next Door. Cool. Yeah, Toronto. Yep. Okay, awesome. So, uh, Skylar, before I go, I just want to thank you for taking the time to join us at the One Soccer Nation podcast today. Mm. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Had a great time. Uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely.